0: All right, welcome to the Salted Tree episode one. We're back. It's gonna be an exciting year. Um, Definitely a lot of changes, but we're ready to take it on and uh, we hope you enjoy the ride. So I'm Ben, I'm a senior, and I'm going to be doing school on campus in Drayton dorm this year. Hey guys,
1: I'm Aniketh. Um... I'm a day student. I'm also going to be a senior, and uh, I'm going to be doing school. Like, I'm going to be going to school.
2: Hey, I'm Skalar. I'm a senior day student, and I'm going to be doing on-campus learning as well. All
3: right, I'm Peyton. I'm a senior, and I'm going to be going to campus as well.
4: I'm Silas. I'm a junior uh, day student, and I'm going to be going on campus as well.
5: Yeah, my name is Amari. I'm a senior.
6: I'm a boarder, and I'm going to be on campus too. I'm Zeke, I'm a boarder, and uh, I'm going to be in Upper Drayton on campus.
7: Mr. So, will,
8: I'm a senior day student, and uh, I'm going to be going
7: hybrid. So, hey, I'm a Kim I'm a senior day student, and I'll be doing hybrid as well. I'm Jacob,
2: I'm
6: a senior boarder, and I will be doing on campus in Upper Drayton as well.
0: And I am Scott and I am on campus as we speak and I am so excited to kick off this new season. All right, so now that we've all introduced ourselves, it's time to jump into our first talk. First episode, pretty excited. We're gonna be talking a little bit about on campus life and how that's gonna look. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of changes Schools don't look a lot different this year. And us here at The Salted Tree are just trying to break it down and uh, talk a little bit about it before we all ship off to school in the next upcoming weeks.
5: Yeah, so I mean, to go to on-campus life to start it off. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like last year, (laughs) there were some times where it was pretty boring. And that was before, like, that was before we would ever all this Corona stuff and all these restrictions would come along. but And now we got the restrictions. And I don't know if you, if you didn't read those restrictions, man, just, just don't even read them. Cause you're just going to, you're just going to be so sad, man. Cause it, it's just, it's just, it's like, what's the point? I mean, I got friends saying it's basically prison. And I mean, if you think about it, it kind of is, I mean, locked up in the room all day, can't even go get lunch. They serve you lunch. I mean, at least in prison, they get to play basketball. I mean, we can't even play sports anymore. But um, yeah, man, it's just gonna be tough. Um, but uh, what are your all thoughts?
3: Not yeah, like I wasn't really keeping up with it because I wasn't sure if I was actually going back. Into like a couple of days, ago. like and a couple of my friends were like this too because my parents were really hesitant about it. Like they were really thinking about keeping me home. Cool. Um, I don't know if anybody else is like that, but like my parents were like. Up until the last minute, they were really just thinking about it, but they decided that they wanted me to go back. And um, so I haven't read any of the updates. Like, I just read this recent email that, like, talks about, like, the bathrooms and stuff like that and, like, how the middle sink is shut off. Like, I I just, I don't know if I can remember all this. Like, to be honest, like, that's my only concern. Like, I don't really, it's not really the rules that are my problem. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to remember all the regulations.
4: That's my biggest Yeah, there, yeah there, there's definitely a lot. I mean, I'm not a boarder, but like I I got the emails and stuff uh or I guess my mom forwarded me emails for some reason. I don't know. But um there's like it's like where like day students if you're going in the morning and it's like are you gonna be like pushed off into a corner in the fact? Like are they gonna set up like plastic tables or something? Are you going to be in the meeting house was so confusing to me at least and the other thing that kind of made me like question it a little is like they're like oh yeah you guys are not allowed to interact with boarding students at all and it's like that that seems a bit ridiculous but I don't know
0: no it's it's a big question like how strict are the rules actually going to be enforced when we get to school because like there's a lot of rules I mean the list just goes on and on but I have a feeling that a lot of those rules are kind of meant to put our parents at ease to send us back to school. Um, That's at least my hope because obviously like I'm a kid, I just want to have fun in high school and hang out with my friends and you know, all that fun stuff. But sounds like with the, all the restrictions and everything being put into place, like that's definitely going to be pretty hard to do. And I know like, I've been on Instagram, you know, scrolling through, and a lot of these kids, like, aren't social distancing, so in the top of every email, it's like, everyone's going to be wearing masks and six feet apart, and uh, I just don't know, like, how realistic that's going to be, like, once we actually start school, so what do you guys think about that?
6: Personally, like, I know Peyton said his, his, her parents were on edge about sending her, but, like, Mine was the opposite. My dad said, you're going and you don't have a choice. So, But like I was kind of happy because I, I, I've been bored for the past five, six months, however long it's been. I've been mad bored. So I was just trying to go to school and have whatever semblance of fun we're going to have. You know what I mean? But with all these rules, like, personally, I don't really, I, I don't think you can have all those rules with a bunch of kids on campus at one time. I don't think everybody's going to follow all those rules all the time. Like, I think it might come close, but I mean, we'll see what happens, but it it, it is looking like prison, you know, it, it's, it's looking rough. And we got to look at what's
8: like happened on other campuses. Um, we see that, like, you know, we see a lot of pictures of people that schools that reopen even with these guidelines and like, you know, within like a couple of weeks, like they're closed and they've sent all their kids home for online because they couldn't enforce them. So I think there's a lot of questions from from students and I think even from faculty, probably, like what what is it going to look like? What what are the plans? Um, so I, I feel like, you know, everything's going to, no plan survives contact, you know, with the ground. So it's going to be interesting to see how all these guidelines they've set will translate into, you know,
5: our real experience in our, you know, senior and junior years. Yeah, I think what's really going to be interesting is like the weekend activities, because I mean, they're obviously going to have to have some type of weekend activity because it's just be locked up in your room five days a week from 8 o'clock to 7.30 p.m. I mean, you got to go outside at some point. And it's like, obviously, they're going to have to keep us socially distanced or whatever, and we'll have to wear a mask. And it's not like they're going to take us off campus because we can't leave. So it's just going to be, I feel like, you know, they're not going to have a lot of options really for us to do. Maybe like outside the movie day or like, a movie movie day like outside
0: or something but yeah
5: it's gonna be very limited.
0: I mean I'm pretty worried about that too because everybody knows that Shari's go-to is a van to the movies and a van to the mall and those would be pretty consistent every weekend and none of those are gonna happen so I'm just wondering like you know how much uh, fun activities in Marshall can I put myself through before I really start getting super bored on the weekends so that's going to be pretty tough this year i feel like
2: um as a day student i mean this is going to sound like such a scholar thing to say but the one thing i think is going to suck for 2021 school year is i usually last year and all prior years i would go eat breakfast at school sometimes i would stay for dinner like if i was doing like managing volleyball and stuff i was now like on podcast nights i'd go eat dinner and then i'd go to the podcast you know and i, I mean that's gonna be like, and not just the fact that I can't even do it, but for borders, lunches just kind of suck now. You know, they got those prepackaged meals, and I mean, that seems terrible. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm kind of happy I'm not in that situation to where I actually have like real food at my house, but I just think that's a really big hit for me, at least, and I bet it's a bit for a lot of people as well.
3: Um, I was gonna really stupid question so I, I did not to ask
7: it about that. I think something that also like we don't appreciate now but I think when we go back we're gonna miss it is like walking to class and seeing um, friends that we don't even like like maybe you're not in the same class but you'll just pass by them and you'll like you know do whatever say hi and like we don't get that now because we're staying in one class and then or well, we move like twice, basically. So, um, then as scholar said with the lunches, like, like if you've ever done a sport and they pack you those sandwiches, like, that's basically what lunch is going to be, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I see you guys shaking your head. So, yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not it about that either. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh it's a tough situation, but I feel like a lot of people have been complaining, but. Um, I, I don't know which one of you said it, but, like, if if we were to open up and the school was basically to say, like, oh, we're not going to have any guidelines, or we're going to have very loose guidelines, like, I'm not coming back. My parents won't let me come back. So I think they've done what pleases uh, the parents, who at the end of the day are the ones that are paying, and um, they've tried to make it so that at the end of the day, we can learn and still be um, somewhat around each other. At the same time, and it's not what we wanted, but it's sort of the best we can ask for right now. So, yeah.
1: Um, definitely. Like, I'm a bit worried. Like, we're seeing like a lot of these, a lot of like colleges and like universities who were necessarily going to bring in people, like reopen, just like, like regularly. Like, uh, for instance, UNC Chapel Hill and. Um, Notre Dame but now they're going straight back to online because there's like a giant spike and obviously we're not the same size as a large a large school a large like public school or a a really large um uh, a really large university but it's still like worrying that like that can happen so easily and granted like there are more ways to interact on in university but definitely like it's going to be really interesting to see, like, how we can, I guess, have some semblance of a campus life.
6: Last thing before we switch. My biggest thing is, like, the fact that, the fact that we have to go and we have to, like, commit to it for three months and, like, we can't go home, I'm pretty sure, is what I heard. Like, I, I think that's ridiculous because I don't, I, don't, I don't know if y'all saw this email, right? But they emailed something to our parents trying to give us, like, an idea of what the day-to-day would be like. And it was like, oh, you wake up and you're scheduled to have a morning shower so you can shower at 730. And when you use the, th- the sink, you make sure not to use the sink next to your friend. And then you go down to get breakfast, but you have your masks on and you're staying socially distanced. You know what I mean? And then it was a Friday. So then they were talking about, oh, we have a a, a socially distant karaoke session at the end of the night. So I was just like, man like is that really something I'm, I'm, I'm about to commit to until november like yeah but but that's just the last thing i felt like like this could this could go terribly man could, could 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 be terrible
8: and you know the whole thing it, it's caused a lot of problems for you know everyone and but each grade has had a slightly different experience in dealing with it you see freshmen who you know they're not getting their first year of high school in the way that they wanted you see you know, people like juniors who are, you know, the the way that they're experiencing, you know, the heart of their education is changing here. And for a lot of us who are on this call, who are seniors, it's affected a lot of things on our college search, on our SATs, things like that. And that also affects some juniors as well. And I think that's one of the biggest things. We can't visit colleges. A lot of our SATs have been canceled. Um, our, a lot of these um, a lot of these these things like standardized tests and like um. Uh, just just learning about where you want to go in this application it 's all completely changed by this, and so I think because a lot of us are seniors, uh some of us could speak to that that experience
0: yeah, I just had a college counseling meeting the other day, and not gonna lie like it was pretty scary. I just feel like i I feel like I can speak for a couple of us, uh if not all of us, like I feel pretty behind you know i didn't get to have that good spring summer period off where I could go around visit schools like tour meet kids from different campuses like tour around places kind of get the vibe from colleges I feel like I'm, I'm just kind of behind and especially for the SATs uh, nobody really knows how that's going to work at school like if we have to go take the SATs or we don't have to you know quarantine for two weeks after it so you know it's just kind of a big question mark uh, for me at this point.
1: Okay, yeah. I can actually, I can kind of answer Ben's question because I took the ACT in July. So um, I took it over in Temple and basically like for the whole thing, you they t- ask you some questions at the start, like, you know, the general questions like, oh, have you been outside the country in the past 14 days? Like, are you experiencing X, Y, and Z symptoms? You know, the regular COVID symptoms. And, uh, and then after that, like, just making sure that everybody's like, six feet apart. And um, it was a really interesting experience as far as, like, kind of just, like, seeing how, like, people are trying to adapt to the situation, especially because a lot of schools are, like, a lot of schools, even though it is test optional, like, we – it still seems like we definitely still have to take these, these exams. Otherwise, they'll just, like, reflect poorly unless, like, like a lot of us aren't able to but overall i think um i think we they feel people are just kind of trying to do the best job that they can
5: yeah and like i know ben was talking about like feeling behind but like you know we're gonna be missing out on some some really good things you know senior privileges you know and like you know i don't know about y'all but i was really looking forward to going to starbucks on like a night where I had zero homework and I don't even like coffee. I think Starbucks is kind of like, um, I, I don't understand it, but you know, I just go there for the experience, maybe get a water or something, and just like, you know, do homework or something, and, and then just be able to, and you know, I'm gonna be a prefect, you know, and I'm excited about the job, you know, but I mean, you know, it would have been nice to, you know, have the day off, you know, once a week or something and just go out into Newtown or whatever, but you know, and also I don't know the other student, uh, senior privileges, I mean, but I do know, like, we would have had, we already missed out on our junior prom, which um, I know a lot of people were excited for that. And then, um, you know, I'm probably just going to say it, like, we're probably going to miss out on our senior prom, and who knows if we we'll have a graduation. And I just feel like that's going to make a lot of people upset, like, if that does happen, like, once they realize it. Because, you know, the last class before us that graduated, we all saw what happened to them and, you know, how sad they were and disappointed that. They wouldn't have um prom and a graduation and stuff like that. So just hopefully everything works out for us.
2: All right. So I actually want to talk about a positive, I think, uh, this COVID stuff has brought to the college search. So, I mean, before COVID, I mean, it was kind of normal. You'd go on a plane or a car ride, whatever college you're going to, and you'd have to go visit the school. You'd take, like, a whole weekend off. But I feel like with this new, the new COVID going around, it's been a lot easier – well, it's, it's not the same experience, obviously, because you're not seeing it in person. I sometimes go do like three or four info sessions a day on some colleges and just like, see even some that I've already been to. I just, you know, just visit it. And like, while they were, they had info sessions before COVID-19, I feel like you were like, there's more of them now. And it's more popular to do that. And I just think this is one of the positives that it's actually brought. And I feel like this could actually be more effective in the future. And I feel like even after, we have the vaccine and all that. There's still going to be sessions which I think is a, a good plus.
8: Yeah. I think that, I think he brings up a good point there. There's a lot of like, there's, there's a couple of plus things, at least for the, for the college search um, in terms of, you know, the test, like a lot of schools are just going completely test optional. And I think before test optional kind of meant, you know, you cannot not submit your SAT, but you'll probably have a lower chance of getting in. But Now, you know, with everybody going test optional, I've been doing, searching through colleges and every single college I've looked at has been test optional. Brown, Columbia, uh, University of Pennsylvania, even all the big ones, big to small, everyone's test optional. So even though, you know, there's people like me who every single SAT and ACT has been canceled on from like March to now, you know, it still means that even if it's canceled or you weren't really good at taking standardized tests in the first place, you still have a chance of getting in. So. You know, that's some kind of positive, I guess.
6: I mean, not to get negative again, but, like, to, to, to Sklar's point, like, it, it's, it's definitely better because you can do all that stuff, like, in the comfort of your own home. But there's something to be said about being able to get, like, the feeling of the campus, you know what I mean? And being able to see people walk – when you walk around and see the kids interact and all that stuff. Because, like, I remember we went on um, the, the college tour to D.C., and uh, we went to GW and um, however many other schools. But, like, being able to feel the environment and even, like, ask questions to random kids who are walking around campus. Because, like, in these info sessions, you're, you're going to get the answers that they want you to hear. You know what I mean? So, so, in my opinion, it's somewhat less authentic. But it's definitely better to be able to do it in the comfort of your own house.
2: Yeah, and I want to add on to what Zeke said about the, um, the, the, the campus feel. Um, with a specific example in mind, and anyone who went to on the college tour can can back this up. Uh, we went to Goucher on on a day when it was raining and cold, and that wasn't the only thing that made me not like the campus. But um, like it, it just it kind of just pushed me away from the whole thing and made it kind of dark and gleamy to me. So um, like all the other campuses we went to, it was like nice and sunny on those days. So and it I just liked them <laughs> so much better. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just something I wanted to say.
4: So, um, I mean, we don't really see an end to the COVID right
8: now. So considering, you know, all the grades under us probably will still have to deal with this, especially the juniors when they're seniors. Uh, does anyone have any ideas for like what we're going through this now what 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 should we say to the people who are younger than us like what like we don't know that much but what can we tell other people like what have we learned so far
1: i think we should just like take it a day at a time like i mean the thing is um we're just like bogged down with like all the stress of like college what what is basically like the idea of like i guess trying to get into a good one or uh, like, how, how well we do, well, obviously, how well we do in school is very important, but certainly, like, I think during this whole, this whole thing, I probably read more books out of, like, pure interest rather than, like, out of, like, you know, let me just read, read, read I don't know, um, like, uh, A Love in the Time of Cholera just for the sake of, of uh, doing Milena's, Milena's class. Now, it just, like, it feels like I can, like, I guess, learn things that, I guess, not just at, at my at like, a pace that's more akin to of mine, but also just, like, doing more things, like, not purely out of boredom, but, like, so I just can pass the time.
3: One thing that I wish I knew when I was a sophomore, this is prime time. If you're a sophomore, this is prime time to have fun. Like, you don't really have to, like, have amazing grades right now and you have the least amount of responsibility that you will have as like, with the most amount of like freedom, you know? Cause once you become a junior, you have to focus on your grades. And once you become a senior, you're applying to college. But while you're a freshman, like you're a freshman, so you can't like, you know, be too crazy. So sophomore year is prime time Do you know, just be yourself and do what you want. So do that, please.
4: Uh, okay, well,
6: <clears throat> to to sort of start to talk about things that have been going on during quarantine, some types of entertainment, uh, what was there? There's been a bunch of movies, music, um, streaming stuff. And to be honest, artists and um, entertainers, they've actually been doing a, a good job, like keeping people uh, entertained during quarantine. Like the NBA came back, for example. I just watched the playoffs yesterday. Um, playoffs started yesterday, which was really, really good. And, um, yeah, what about what else did you find,
1: Silas?
4: Um, well, I, to be perfectly honest with you, um I haven't been paying too much attention to sports. I've just been so busy. but one thing I did uh, notice was uh Disney plus releasing mulan for thirty additional dollars on their streaming service, which, in my opinion, Complete money grab. Ridiculous. You're already paying. I don't know how much Disney Plus is. I don't
1: have it, but it's super cheap, though. That's a thing.
4: Still, but like 30 bucks to see Mulan, like if the theaters were still out, you you could probably see it for like 12 bucks. So, I mean, in in my opinion, that is a bit ridiculous.
5: Yeah, if I got to pay $30 to watch that movie, I mean, I might have to pirate it because, you know, they were releasing other movies on the network or on, on the service for free and you just paid your subscription. And I mean, I was really excited for that movie. And you know, and they're probably gonna do the same thing with Black Widow. They'll probably even increase Mm -hmm. the price, make it $40. You know, so that's ridiculous.
8: I mean, that's, that's a huge thing right now because like the companies are like, how are we gonna make money from the movies if like no one's coming to the theaters? Like not as, like people aren't, the companies aren't gonna make as much money if people aren't going in like the thousands or the millions to go see these new movies. And, you know, people are like, I'm already paying 7.99 for Disney+. Plus. I don't know why I need to pay another $40 for the movie. It's like, from the consumer side, it's too much money. From the company side, they feel like they're not getting enough money. So, you know, how we're going to, like, consume media, like, going towards this, like, cold COVID thing, like, I-, I don't know how it's going to go. Things might be more money. They might realize they just need to up the streaming service prices. It might all just end. Like, at least there's still stuff for us to watch.
5: And listen to, and um, if you know me, you know rap is my favorite genre. I and mean, this year, I told I told some people, 2020 might have been the best year in music, and the year's not even over yet. And I mean, I mean, there's so many albums and deluxe albums came out. I mean, my favorite album of the year is definitely "Wanna" from Gunna. Oh my, I, I think that album was, and the deluxe was amazing. And documentary, you got to watch documentary. And Lil baby, he dropped my turn. I didn't like my turn at first. I'm not gonna lie, I did not like my turn at first. And I don't think I was in the right listening mood. And then I listened to it on a road trip, and I was like, I was like, man, he didn't have to snap like that. I mean, he just, he just went off for no reason. I mean, the year is not even over yet. Drake's about to release another album this summer. Lil Uzi and Future about to release a collab tape. They saying Juice World's about to release another album
6: or his label. From <laughs> grave. One yeah, thing so. we have to talk about was um WAP. WAP came out. Oh, military. Military. I, I, I think we have to have a conversation about that. You know, um, met Scott, do you know what? Do you, have you? Do you know what that is? Have you? Have you heard about that? No, but I would love to. I, I would love you to know it too. I think you should watch the video as soon as soon as, as soon as this podcast said. Nicky, do you know by heart by now? Can you like can you like sing us the chorus? Like is that is that something No, actually I, I heard the song once, but um Yeah. You know. I, I think what was even more interesting was the, the video was even crazier than the than the than the than the song. But but yeah, it shocked the entertainment world, you know what I mean? A lot of people were, were hating on it. I don't think it deserved as much hate. Um as, as it got it wasn't really that serious but i think that's been the biggest thing recently Zeke, can uh, you break that down for myself and any listeners
5: who don't know about this yet
6: i think i think i
1: think
5: i
6: think i got
4: it
1: To feel the feel the true essence of the wop i, yeah. to <laughs> the it.
4: I I'm, well, I'm not gonna lie i um i i first saw it when um Ben Shapiro started reading it in like this most monotonous tone and like it was all over twitter and it was so funny
0: but um it was beautiful it was a work of art oh it was <laughs> i remember I mean- oh you go man sorry i remember when i was in middle school anaconda came out and that was like a new frontier in the rap industry that was like a whole new world had opened up to me once that song dropped. And now I feel like Anaconda really is the people's, or the WAP, WAP, whatever, is really like the people's evolution of what Nicki Minaj tried to start so many years ago. And I, I think it's just like, Anaconda was here, WAP is up here. Number one on the billboard, whatever, top 100, and... I think it's there to stay.
5: I don't know, man. I, I personally don't like the song. You know, it you know, it's not my type of song, but like you can't relate. You know, I, I can't relate. But like <laughs> just like like to Anaconda, like like I can bump that song. That song, right? That was a certified classic, right? And you know you <laughs> you <bump> and I, <laughs> if it's on, if it goes on the playlist, if, it, if the playlist plays it, Spotify recommends it, you know, I'll listen to it. But WAP man. And the video, I think the video was pretty good, but like, and a lot of people were hating on um, Kylie. And uh, me personally, I, I don't, you know, I had nothing against Kylie, no. She's doing her thing, you know, it's whatever to me. But I think um, she didn't really, ha- I mean, I don't know what her purpose in the video was there forwards or whatever, but I mean, if people were petitioning to get her out of the video or whatever, I think that's a little extreme. Like, you know, what did she do to you? And also like Cardi and Megan, if they had her in the video, there was obviously a reason for her in the video and it probably got them more clicks too. So. I mean, just, just before
8: we uh, move on something, you know, I don't want to admit this, but you can't talk about media in like the time of coronavirus without talking about TikTok, because as much as I hate to say it, that app has dominated the American like, you know, social popular culture for like the past couple of months you can't talk about WAP without talking about TikTok. You can't talk about pretty much any song that comes out without talking about TikTok. It's it's either, you know, the new the newest great thing or the world's newest epidemic that's even worse than COVID-19 when you talk to different people. So I I thought I had to mention it.
4: Yo, TikTok. Oh my god. Like, okay. So I don't use TikTok often. Um and I mean, I never saw the appeal to it, but it's helping so many people throughout the coronavirus. Like, <laughs> No, but I mean, like, and then, like, talks about banning it. Like, in my opinion, it's, it's all so ridiculous. Like, it's, it's a company. It should be able to be owned by whoever they want to be owned by. And, like, I don't know. I want to hear your guys' thoughts about this real quick, so.
7: Well, I think that. Maybe me and Scott are the only people here that don't have TikTok.
1: No, I don't have TikTok either. So. Okay.
7: You don't, you don't either, Ziki? Yeah. So, like, I, I didn't get it because at first it was just, like, people dancing and clowning around. And I still don't have it now because, like, anything good on TikTok finds its way to either Instagram or Snapchat or some other platform. But the whole thing about banning it, and I'm not going to get into politics, but it's like, it has nothing to do with the content that's on the app. Like It's just the, as Silas said, it's the people that own it. And um, yeah, I think some of the leaders are prioritizing on uh wrong things because, you know, we sort of got a global pandemic going on and people are talking about banning some social media apps. That sort of baffles me. And um, as much as I don't like it, like, banning it like what what are we talking that's like your house being on fire and then you're worried about like did you mow the lawn this morning like well, let's prioritize things in in the right order and uh yeah i felt that's not happening here so i didn't know what you wanted to say i didn't mean to cut you off
5: yeah. <clears throat> i mean like tiktok is very successful i mean all the tiktokers that have passed up in like the past year and now like Because, you know, Instagram likes to copy every other company. They stick with stories from Snapchat or whatever. And now they got Reels. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just on my phone. I was like, I thought Reels was IGTV or they just rebranded it as something new. But I guess it's, like, their their version of TikTok or whatever. But um, I personally like TikTok. I'm not on the dance side and stuff like that or whatever, that nonsense. But um, I do like um, how you can just, like, put the clips together and create like videos especially like sports clips and or like the rankings of songs and stuff like that that's what i do um what i watch with tiktok and stuff like that but i mean i think banning it's um it's kind of stupid or whatever. i mean i don't think it's hurting anyone really i mean except for like the the little kids i don't know if that was true or not but i heard like kids were getting tracked or stalked or kidnapped or something like that you know how the internet
1: is Um, I think uh, I kind of get the reason as to why they want to ban TikTok primarily because, like, um, there is, like, an issue of national security as far as, like, the fact that it's owned by ByteDance, which is a Chinese-owned company. And, you know, like, in China, because they have a more um, totalitarian government as far as, like, it goes um, within, like, privacy or when it goes into – what businesses can like give to the actual government, so there there was that worry, which I think is fairly well founded. But also, it's like we seem to be just doing the same thing that China was doing when they banned Google and Facebook in um, in in mainland China. So I think that it's it's I think it's pretty interesting how like a lot of like artists it seems like that they're tailoring their songs in order to, for them to go viral on TikTok. Like you all remember Toosie Slide earlier this, this year with Drake and, um, I think, and, and how like, um, Donald Trump kind of got like trolled by people on TikTok for the, that rally. So like, I, it's kind of interesting to see like how, when this goes into, um, like this real life consequences, how they can manifest. um, so what do you guys think about like how how people like discuss um, topics on 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 TikTok cuz it's like I guess I don't know it's pretty interesting.
4: Yeah, it's um it's politics and our relations with like China and stuff like that especially on TikTok is very interesting cuz like I'm I'm sure most of you guys have seen those videos where it's like it'll start off as like a makeup tutorial but then it'll talk about the uh the uyghurs and the concentration camps and uh like free hong kong and stuff like that um but in my opinion this is just it's a dangerous escalation with our relations with china like uh probably some of you guys know uh we closed uh their consulate in houston and they in return uh closed one of our consulates uh, in like uh, southeastern china southwestern china and it's just it's it's nasty like we are in a culture of political toxicity we're in a culture of societal toxicity and like things are just so brash and open now especially with the advent of the internet and social media it's it's just it's it can get bad it can get really bad And yeah, even during that time, you can see
8: that, you know, abroad and here with our own election cycle starting up, you can see a lot of, you know, you can see a new topic on everyone's Instagram stories each week for better or for worse. Everybody's telling you, giving you new advice, like now this is the topic you need to be concerned about. This is the new thing. This is the new social justice issue. And, you know, that can be good and bad. Um, but everyone's to a certain extent telling you um, the the newest thing to do, and that can be overwhelming. And I think in that time when you're overwhelmed by politics, something that really unites us all is our love of food. And I think that can really smoothly move us into some, something that I think you'll find refreshing, some food tips from Sklar.
2: All right, this is going to be a weekly thing. So today's session, I'm going to talk about craft mac and cheese, all right? I mean, it's the box stuff. It's not the best thing in the world, but I mean, most people love Kraft mac and cheese, but I got some tips to make it so much better. And it's so easy. All right. All right. Tip number one, margarine, butter, whatever you use, they add you, they ask you to do four tablespoons. Then, then the health thing at the bottom, they ask you to do two. There's really no point. I would go over two because what I'm going to talk about this in the second step, adding so much butter there, it makes it a lot creamier and, but the best trait with mac and cheese is it's like, it's you know you got that like you know the you buy into a mozzarella stick, right the cheese goes out that's the best part about mac and cheese not the little creamy liquidy stuff you know so add less butter margarine whatever you use second which with number one add a little bit of the less cheese from the box and then add some shredded cheddar jack cheese that instead with the the cheese in the box it's like the powder stuff it's only going to add cheese flavor and you now you're not going to get like the actual cheese flavoring it's very simple just like a handful handful and a half you know just add that cheddar jack makes it a lot creamier all right and then the third this this you know you can go a little like uh it's a bit of a work for it even if you have like stuff in the fridge it actually helps but add some if it's if you like it add some bacon bits all right you could just a tiny bit of bacon blitz or like sometimes if you're, if you're not in the bacon you could do chicken just a tiny bit of bacon bit. you could do homemade there's stuff you could like get little bacon bits that are fridge and just add them in three minutes later honestly it just makes it so much better I do everything when I make Kraft mac and cheese just that's it's how it is just, those are my tips for uh, Kraft mac and cheese if you do it any other way I'd be really mad at you
0: bang there you have it folks Sklar's food tips episode one this will be a weekly recurring segment on the salted tree season two, year two. We're back. Better than ever. We're here to stay. COVID has nothing on us. You see it. We're going to be back. YouTube's up now. We're going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts. We're there. Salted Tree signing out. Thank you.